the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat, we've been been on the air while uh, Donald Trump uh, gave his speech. We have Mm -hmm. uh, selections from uh, from Donald Trump where he was talking about, you know, I have proven I'm a conservative. I have cut taxes and I have done a great job on uh, judges, which he has. There's a real legacy Mm -hmm. uh, to Donald Trump on judges that I don't think people Mm -hmm. are really talking about. What what he has done on judges, not just Gorsuch. Yeah, that one pretty much universally praised by conservatives. Yeah, uh, more than any other part of his agenda. Yeah. I would say. And he and you know he's out of the way of whoever is making the calls on the judges, and these are the this is game changing. Um, the calls that he's made on uh, on the judges. What else did he talk about? While I was listening, he was talking about uh, trade, the trade deficit. And we are $500 billion in uh, deficit to China. We are $100 billion uh, in deficit to Mexico. And it's unacceptable. And all those things are going to be redone. NAFTA, it's going away. Uh, it's Isn't going he's away. back on that? Because he, he yeah. was talking about it staying for a while. Uh, he's not. He didn't seem to be on that track right now. And the World Trade Organization, which created China... He says, uh, as soon as the WTO was created, China went like a rocket ship to the top. And so that's going to be redone. We're going to get out of that. We're going we're, we're gonna to redo all these things. If they won't come to an agreement, we're going to redo them all. Well, and we'll start over again. You think that's negotiation? or Because he hasn't really done much of that yet. I don't think. I, think, I just thankfully. think that's the part of his agenda he hadn't gotten to yet. And I think now That's he's, the part he cares about yeah. deeply. Oh. He cares about that Talks deeply. about it all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so I think this is the year he gets to it. Because he got to some of the other things and... You know, uh, they got the tax uh, cut done. Uh, they couldn't get Obamacare eliminated, although he said we're doing it piecemeal, and maybe that's the better way. Well, they did get rid of the biggest yeah, the mandate. offense, I would say, the individual mandate, which is, yeah, a big which is what he said, yeah. that they've essentially gutted and eliminated yeah, you, Obamacare. I mean, we all talked about that, that you know, got to get rid of the mandate, and if you, have, if you get rid of the mandate, then the whole thing collapses. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was a different scenario when we were talking about that eight years ago. Uh, now, you know, you don't necessarily want that just to fall apart and collapse yeah. on you without mm-hmm. something for it to fall into, like the free market system. Though the, the mandate is what separates Obamacare from your typical bad program and something that is absolutely unconstitutional and is an embarrassment that it was enacted. The fact that they got rid of the mandate does does change that i think it's a big it's a move in the right direction no matter what happens to obamacare because we have a lot of crap heap programs where we spend a lot of tax dollars to do nothing and we got a lot of those mm-hmm. I mean, there's a million of those and, and you know those have been around for a while the mandate forcing people to purchase a product is so ridiculously unconstitutional yeah. uh mm-hmm. that i'm 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 very happy that that is gone i will say and that was a big part of it he also was a little self-deprecating um, which is not a. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, this is a, a Donald Trump talking about his bald spot. Uh, I try like hell to hide that bald spot, folks. I work hard. <laughs> that is. Doesn't look bad. Hey, we're hanging in. We're hanging. In. <laughs> that is. Wow. This is That's amazing great. for him. Wow. That's the first time I've ever heard him. Yeah. Mention a bald spot. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, that's self-deprecating. That right. kind of stuff makes him more likable. No question about it. Yeah. It shows he's, you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's human. Yeah. 
He's human. Yeah. Uh, I guess now you know people are speculating that he just finally came out and said this because he's been asked about this for years. People yeah. grabbed his hair in interviews. Yeah. I mean, it's been why was CPAC the place where he? I don't. The only thing I, I've heard, I've been you know the speculation is because of that video that came out a few a couple weeks ago, which I did not. I believe it first. Seen the oh, video? You haven't seen the video. You so haven't seen the video? I don't think oh, so. You've got to of see a bald spot. Yeah. 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 Look at just just really? Google just Google oh, okay. uh, Trump's bald spot. You won't believe it. it looks like i, I didn't believe that. it yeah we thought it was fake initially yeah, it looks like the phantom of the opera he's oh, walking well, up the steps he had to say it then right i, I mean guess. that's no. why he kind of had to i well you know i, I look he his, there's a lot of times people say to donald trump you got to say this you got to say this and he doesn't do it true and so for him to take a step kind of in a self-deprecating manner um i think is a really good step it's it, is. it makes him more I think so human too. you know definitely yeah. makes him more likable yeah and it definitely does so the video if you haven't seen it is him walking up the steps of uh air force one right yeah. wasn't it yeah yeah yeah. and uh, you know the wind is it's on a tarmac so it's very windy and and, and a flap opens up <laughs> on the back of his head oh no really oh my <laughs> gosh yeah have you not oh, found I, it I, not yet uh-huh. oh you have to see i want to see your hear your reaction it is it's like bum, 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 bum. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I thought it was fake because it's so bad. The way it looks, it's so bad. But he seemingly handled it uh, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, handled it graciously in the moment, which is odd. Again, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, it might maybe he's grown into this job. That would be nice. That well, would be he's ni- had I, a good week, man. His yeah, I yes. mean his his. His yeah. uh, deal with the guns was uh, much better than the CNN version yeah. of the conversation. I about mean, guns. that was that was the way the media portrays all Trump rallies. Yeah, exactly. They had mm-hmm. switched, and he did mm-hmm. a good job. He was with that. being presidential. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, because he's he's taking or he's signaling uh, steps that I don't agree with when it comes to the Second Amendment, uh, and I'm concerned mm-hmm. about that. Um, but he hasn't done them yet. We'll see kind of what, where that goes. I think, you know, right now the Republican Congress, which many of them are completely spineless, right, are sitting back and say, and looking for permission to vote for anti-Second Amendment legislation. They want to be able to say to people, look, we took this seriously and the information changed and we're, we're going, we, we, we have, it's common sense. We had to do it. And the only re- way they'll be able to justify that to their con- constituency is if Trump gives them permission. If Trump comes out and supports mm-hmm. those things, mm-hmm. then they'll all fall in line. I think the same thing goes if he opposes them, they'll all oppose them. What I if, mean, he really does lead lead the leash. Yeah, well, I mean, it. I mean, let me let me play something. Let me play um, Cuomo uh, versus Charles Cook. Charles Cook, who is great, he's on this network from time to time, and he was part of the Real News. Um, uh, he's just a great thinker. Now, listen to him, and li- he's clear with logic. He's doing math. <laughs> Cuomo is doing Common Core math. Listen to this. I don't understand why there'd be resistance to, you know, especially for lawful, lawful people. Why wouldn't you have all sales applicable to a background check? Well, the first argument, and I, I think this is always a good thing to remember when government gets involved, whether it's the war on terror or, or drugs, is that, as I say, there isn't a great deal of evidence that it works uh, or that sheriffs prioritize it in, in states that have them. Um, the second reason is that uh, if, as it has been suggested thus far, it would effectively create a gun registry. Um, and gun registries are opposed, I think, for good reason by uh, those who have uh, an interest. But you already have it for the majority of sales. This would just be making it an 
all transactions. Why create a loophole when you don't need one? Its practical well, it, impact it, is something to consider. But as a prophylactic device, I just don't understand a good, ar a good argument against it. Well, I think, as I say, a good argument against it is that recent studies conducted, it should be said, by gun control advocates and written up by gun control advocates have conceded that there doesn't seem to be much evidence that it does anything. And if we're trying to improve uh, the situation on the ground here, then that doesn't seem to now me to be Now listen to this logic from Chris. Well, and the argument for it would be you might as well try whatever you can because you have so many guns getting into it the wrong sets work, of hands. But Charles, but you know what this is, Yeah, but go but ahead. That, make your final point. That, well, I think that, you see, I think that's where we have to be careful here, because there is this argument in the aftermath of mass shootings, and we saw a lot of it last night in what I thought was an, an unhelpful town hall held at the wrong time. Um, we see a lot of this argument, you have to do something. But of course, we don't all agree we need to do anything. There, Marco Rubio came out last night against the idea of, say, arming teachers. Now, it wouldn't be a particularly convincing response to say, well, why doesn't he just want to do something? He <laughs> well, he did say he wouldn't do certain idea. things. Yeah, he did yeah say no, he I just... agree. But, but, but just saying, well, why don't we just do something? Why don't we try that? There's nothing to lose. It's not a standard we apply across the board. No, no, Left that's understood. Right disagree here. Not arbitrary things. Absolutely. There has to be why a reasonable understanding. No, but look, uh, Charles, what I'm saying, we agree. You should do things that are calculated to make a real difference. Mm -hmm. You should base it on debate Wait. and data and Wait, research data? in the area. Research. There's no question about that. There's what? no reason just to throw, throw out uh, any you... kind of solution that won't work. But look, at the end of the day... It's a debate worth having. We need all sides, and I appreciate you being here. Take it easy. You on didn't say anything. <laughs> you just lost the argument. You just lost the Badly. argument. Uh, we Badly. agree. We need to make sure that we're looking at research and data. Right. I just told you the research and data says it does nothing. <laughs> right. But in the end, you know he wanted to say, but in the end, we do need to do something. Yeah, right. <laughs> and by the way, that something is the thing I want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, yeah. no other thing, because there's right. lots of other things out there that right. I don't think we should do to do <laughs> right. something. But the thing I want to do should be the something we uh, should do. And I, I have to tell you, Charles, his, his response is, well, you know, uh, the president said armed teachers. That's doing something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you could see Cuomo, like immediately his body language, it just shifted to dismiss. Well, arming teachers. Well, that's just stupid. Well, wait. Why don't we <laughs> just <laughs> try it? Okay. We, let's just, just do it. something. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> uh, Unleashed coming up on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. Uh, just a moment. We th well, we think the thing that you're suggesting is is stupid. That's yeah. why we're dismissing it. You know, it's 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 interesting. I keep hearing this about the the teachers and arming the teachers, and I'm not saying it's my top policy prescription for this, but stop for a second. We keep hearing these same things come out of people's mouths, even from teachers. They're like, I'm you know I'm teaching algebra. I don't want to be I don't want to be defending kids. I don't want to be pointing a Swiss, Swiss, uh, uh, Smith and Wesson while I'm um, um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm teaching algebra. You're not going to be pointing it when you're teaching algebra. You're going right. to be pointing it when an active shooter is at your door. Correct. Uh, let me, let me the same ask. thing with the, with the with the security uh, situation with the uh, um, deputy. Yeah. He's out there, and they're like, "This proves that the that security at schools won't work." The guy just stood outside, and didn't do anything. Well, first of all, yes, it is a requirement of the policy for the guy to go inside. Yes, <laughs> I all gra granted. But again, take everybody in that situation. You're a minute and a half into that. You have a choice to make. Would you rather have a security per personnel that's armed walking up to the building who may or may not come inside? Or would you rather have nobody 
Yeah. Nobody with guns inside. Nobody with guns. Let me Only, just let me just say this. Why did we not have a problem when uh, the airlines trained everyone on the flight deck to use a gun mm. after 9-11? Remember that? We were going to have our pilots have guns. Yep. And we had our Navy SEALs and all of the experts go in and train the people on the flight deck how to use a gun. Then we hardened the door. Air marshals as well. <laughs> and we put air yep. marshals in. Mm-hmm. Somebody on the plane with a gun. Well, you don't want a shootout in an airplane. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah if it means we're all going to die or he dies. Yeah, I'm going to go for the shootout yeah. in the airplane. What you really don't want is a one-person shootout. Right. Those shootouts suck right. because there's nothing you can do about it. Right. When one person starts shooting, you want a two or three or four person shootout. You want bullets flying both ways when the, once they start flying one way. Doesn't seem to be a problem to, uh, to arm our pilots. Why is it a problem to arm and train some teachers? I don't see a problem with it, but it may not. I'm like, look, it's not going to solve every one of these things. No, it didn't like security this on premises. That was the problem. Everything worked when it came to this shooting as far as security goes until the guy stayed outside. And maybe sometimes people will fail. These are impossible situ- situations yes. to predict how yes. you're going to act. But I mean, don't you want the possibility of success? They're rejecting the possibility uh, of success just, for the possibility of failure. I would just like to say that the failure is not just on Scott Peterson, the sheriff's deputy. Oh no, no, no. But on the sheriff himself and whoever is training to to not see this as a problem. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network.